Yo, what up, guys? Welcome back to the fastest growing sports gambling podcast in the tri state area. We got double A Anthony Alessino. We got the graduate Brian Castiglione. And my name, as always, is James Hawkins. And this is Par Play Brewing. Fuck the Kansas City Chiefs. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. That's how I'm going to start the show. Andy Reid has coached now in nine conference championship games. Are you aware of this? What I'm about to give you guys? I am now. I really like how you don't even welcome the viewers in. You just No, no, no. They, they're it's, here. <laughs> they've been here. They know what's up. It's probably week after the conference championship. Pro, yeah. Pro Bowl week, I guess you could call it. Um, mm-hmm. Three and six in those games. Five losses coming as the favorite. Wow. I'll tell you that there were three or four of us right upstairs in this house jumping up and down for Joyce, chanting, fuck the Chiefs, fuck the Chiefs, fuck the Chiefs, as Money Mac hit the overtime field goal. Speaking of that game, my cousin Savvy, and I believe I'm like 90% positive his twin brother, Corrado, lifelong, diehard Cincinnati Bengals fan. Wow. Don't know how. Yeah. Don't know why. Sebby had a big Bengals party at the house. I watched all the Instagram highlights. They were they shared a beautiful moment together as the game ended. I'm pretty sure Sebby had some tears in his eyes. Um, That's okay. No, it's a beautiful moment. And we wanted to shout him out. Congratulations, you boys are going to the Super Bowl. And uh I got some questions. I want you to uh Is that the thing on the Instagram with the <laughs> balloons? They had, the Hootay balloons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty yeah. creative. Pretty creative. Saw it on the Instagram. Pretty cool. I like it. Uh, you don't know this. Now, you can talk about your questions in a minute. You don't know this, and it's not a shot at you, but you don't know this. You've had AFC Championship games, but when your team gets to the Super Bowl, it does hit a bit different. There were tears yeah. shed in 07, shed again in 11. It just happens. It just happens. It just it just happens. But what what were the questions? What were the questions? Oh, no. Well, I, I got some questions that uh, I want to ask him. I want to have him FaceTime or Zoom in next week. Oh. The week of the show. Oh, yeah. Talk, he's talk, probably. Talk about your boys. That's fun. This is, yeah. the, the, like, these this break, this week break sucks, unless it's your team in the playoffs, you know, in the yeah. Super Bowl. Then you're yeah. like, all right, I could build the hype. Good. I, want to, I want to remember all of this. I want to remember all of this. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I can't believe the Bengals got there, but they did. I mean, I could believe it. But, damn, strap a rocket ship to Joe, Joe Burrow's dude, back, dude. Joey Burr? Yeah, he's uh, – I don't want to call him – I don't want to say he's a top five quarterback in the NFL. I don't want to say that. I don't because it's like a hype train right now, and I get it. But I want to say he's absolutely, bar none, the undisputed future of the NFL. How's that sound? Is that – I think that's crazy to say. Good. I think that's crazy to say. My counterpoint was, and I, I really was going to touch on this when we talked about the playoffs in the next segment, but last week everyone's talking about, oh, we're going to get to see Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 years. Well, guess what? You got Justin Herbert. You got Jackpot Joe Burrow, who's got something to say about mm-hmm. that. You have potentially Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, maybe Zach Wilson in the AFC. Like, there's loaded – I'm not saying they're all on that same level, but Herbert, Burrow, for sure, are going to have something to say about it, no? No, I don't agree. I don't. And it's crazy to say that, right? But I don't agree. I really don't. Because 
Mike Williams is a free agent. Keenan Allen is older than every other receiver on the Bengals. They're going to have to find a way to keep putting talent around Herbert. Right now, there is a solid window. I'm not saying it's a Super Bowl window, but there's a solid window for him to grow with Jamar Chase for as long as they want that to happen. You know, Higgins is there for a little bit longer. Even Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's probably the, one of the best third receivers on any team, honestly. He's a captain. You know? So I, I, I just feel like Mixon's getting a little older, I guess, for a running back because he's been he's been doing it for a few years, you know? Yeah. But, like, the, they're still there. And now they're drafting some young offensive line. They're going to continue to draft offensive line. They're going to continue to work on the defense, keep the defense young. They they spent a bunch of money on Trey, Trey Hendrickson, right? And I just feel like they're in a really good spot. And I look at some of the other teams, and I just feel like, well, we saw Tom Brady retire today, right? And what happens if Belichick just tomorrow walks away from the, the, the Patriots? I think there would be major, major questions. I think the team is much worse with Belichick gone, right? Yeah, well, because the team currently, the way the Patriots are set up, and I want to get too into this, like they have older players that are declining or have declined, yeah. showing the decline. And the Belichick method has always been get rid of these guys and replace them before the decline really starts to show. Right. I think I said this last week. I think guys like Dante Hightower are starting to show slowness and decline mm-hmm. in their play. And are they going to pay J.C. Jackson? Because he's, you know, they don't really like to pay these guys. They just let they Ste- traded Stephon Gilmore away because mm-hmm. they didn't want to pay him. It's just the Patriot way right. that, we, that we've all but, come to know. So you're naming so guys, like, right? That you just name guys quarterbacks who could compete with Joe Burrow. And I, I, I hear you. I understand talent wise from those quarterbacks. Yes. But what they're being, what they are being given. No, you can make a claim. And now this is going to sound asinine. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How many games did the Bengals win last year? Well, they were without Burrow. How many did they win with Burrow? And Chase. They were without Burrow and Chase. Chase. in college. So no, I know. I'm saying. How many did they? Oh, my point is that nobody would have picked them. What were they? Plus 10,000 to go? Uh, to, I think even higher. Something like. No, none of us would. We probably all laughed the idea. Of 100%. Them. We said, oh, they'll be better. My point is you can turn a team up like that. The Bills. Josh Allen was like middling at best. And yes, now all of 100%. a sudden he's fucking Superman. He needs another receiver though. To maintain for the next five years, right? So let's just do it this way. If I told you to name the top five quarterbacks right now, you might not put Burrow in there. If I said, yo, you got to build a franchise around a quarterback, give me your top five quarterbacks to build a franchise around, Burrow's name is probably in there. Oh, yeah. And so that's how that happens. And I'd be willing to make – now, this is the S9 comment. Ready? Jimmy Garoppolo's being worked on trading partners, right? Oh, that happened? Yeah, they're saying they're already working to move him. Um, so great. He'll be probably a Buccaneer, whatever. Uh, who knows? A Saint. I, who knows? Who knows? Doesn't matter. That's not my point. My point is Trey Lance is is going to be the starter more more than likely unless Rodgers comes over and, you know, shocks the world, right? Whatever. So if Trey Lance is the starter in year two of his career, he's got Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle, and Kittle's still in his prime. Yeah, but what do we know about Trey Lance? No, no, I'm just – no, we don't know anything, but I'm just saying he's been he as at least being any they got to you they you know that their offensive lines with well, their lines both ways are nasty, right? So you know right off the bat he's being given a chance to succeed r- immediately. Immediately. 
Trevor Lawrence wasn't really given a chance to succeed. No, but they have coaching. They have everything in place there, and they're going to be like, hey, to find out if if Trey Lance has it or not, it's going to take one year to figure it out. Daniel Jones' experience takes four years to figure out because we don't know. We don't have nothing. We don't have the right pieces. We don't know. Well, we haven't really given him a good receiver. Now you got that. You got Debo, and you got a good running back in Debo. You got Ayuk who. Struggled in the beginning, but he turned on. You got the best tight end in football. You got a good offensive line. You got guys, uh, uh, Elijah Mitchell, who can play ball. You got one of the best offensive play calling coaches in the NFL. Uh, and as I'm saying, there's a reason they keep turning out all these weird right. running backs. That so you succeed. you got so much success that like guys like Burrow was given an opportunity now with Chase. Trey Lance will be probably more than likely given an opportunity next year to prove their worth. So like some of these, you know, like. Uh, I don't want to say it, but maybe Tua. Maybe Tua, Trevor Lawrence for sure. Mac Jones really wasn't. He was given a good system fit, but he wasn't given all-stars around him. His number one receiver last year was Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, and... Um, Jacoby Myers, who doesn't Nelson catch touchdowns. Uh, okay, you hear that? That's tough. <laughs> That's tough, man. Just but, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. That was where they spent the... But but Jonu Smith was non-existent. Hunter Henry caught a touchdown every week. But he yeah. like it was three catches for 12 yards and a touchdown. And, and Jonu Smith really didn't play well. I just have one thing regarding like just San Francisco running backs. This year, Raheem Mostert was a free agent. Free agent. Everyone seemed to forget about that guy as the San Francisco running backs faded away. Another guy, Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon sucks. What uh? Oh my God! What did nice. Raheem most? What happened to Raheem most? He got hurt. Torn ACL. Torn ACL. That's what I thought. Free agent this year. Another piece that could be on the move. Another guy who could work. No, will that? Let me correct you. Will definitely be on the move because they got Jamichael Hasty. Yeah. It's funny because well playing running back. Will that? They'll they'll definitely go. It's funny because when I will like think about, I do a lot of dynasty leagues, right? So when I think about dynasty. Especially like the first year maiden draft, I always think about guys who got hurt preseason, like Mozart, right? And I ran from Cam Akers because it was a Achilles, and I drafted J.K. Dobbins instead because it was a torn ACL. And even if up to you know a few years ago, I was afraid. I thought the ACL injury to a running back was a death sentence, and it's really not anymore. It really is not anymore, it, you know? It, it, it can be, but yeah. I, I more times than not, they come it's back. It's kind of slowly turning and into what, like a Tommy John surgery. The crazy thing, exactly. It's and the crazy thing was, a couple years ago, I took Marlon Mack, and I really felt, and this is before he tore his Achilles, I really felt like, oh man, this is it. He goes down week two with a torn Achilles. They draft Jonathan Taylor, and... Marlon Mack's still sitting on my bench in my dynasty league because what am I going to do? It's dynasty. It's a 12-man league. It's deep. You need to keep those players. So he's been sitting there on my bench, and he never – he didn't he's do what Cam Akers did. Right? Yeah, they tried to move him last year, but he didn't do what Cam Akers did. He didn't – you know what I mean? Otherwise, if he did that, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have taken Jonathan Taylor a year later. They, so, you know, it, it, it's amazing to me, but it's different now. So, yeah, Mozart probably will find a different home. And just if – you, if you wake up tomorrow, we'll, we'll play this game. Well, I, I hope I wake up tomorrow. As a, All right. as, a giant, as a giant fan. I am a giant fan. And you fan. hear, you know, disregarding your, your cap issues, right? You wake up tomorrow and you hear that Raheem Mostert was signed to a deal with the Giants. How do you feel? Scale of 1 to 10. There's Maybe. so many questions about that. Because it's like, if it's a two-year, $5 million deal with like a 
two million guys. Well, he said forget all feel that. Great. Yeah, but that matters. Six. You, you know that matters. Yeah, but six. Six what? Six out of ten. Oh. I think he's better than. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Give me, give me, give me Devontae Booker for one more year. Really? He played well. Scrappy. He played he's really a, well. He played the best he's ever, guy. ever has in his career. He played in New York. And, you know, if Saquon Barkley's ever going to be the guy, he needs to start, unfortunately, taking on a workload as the guy. Like, every down, Jonathan Taylor type. Like, you know, if you're going to ever live up to the hype, you got to live up to the hype eventually. Otherwise, go live up to the hype somewhere else in, your ne- in, in the year following, which you will. But, you know, don't you feel like that? I feel like. No, yeah, I don't disagree. So, I don't know. What do you have for me on that paper? Can you read it from there? No, no, I can't. Tom Brady now officially, officially retires. Officially, officially. After 20 seasons, 22 seasons, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The reason I was saying 20 is, Tom, thank you for two great ones. Fuck yourself for 20 others, dude. As a Jets fan, respectfully, I'm not really that sad to see you go. I'm not. 22 brilliant seasons. Oh, yeah. I loved every single one of them, especially 2007 and 2011 where we beat you and you gave us a championship. It's so weird how Giant and Jet fans have the exact feeling, the exact opposite feeling for Tom Brady. Like, Jets are like, you haunted my sleep for 22 years, 20 years. And the Giants fans are like, hey, you were pretty good, but, like, we got you. We're responsible for Tom Brady. Who? The New York Jets. Oh, yeah. 100%. Mo Lewis knocked Bledsoe yeah, out of the yeah, game yeah. and he almost from, died. From and... Jump Street, yeah. internal bleeding, the, yeah. to... to Fucking! I mean, five championships with the uh, Patriots. Six, six with the Patriots. Yeah. You guys started that whole thing. And, and if it wasn't for Eli Manning, go a few years before that, Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes yeah, a bar yeah. napkin. What a great writes his fucking. It's really, it's really the Yankee Red Sox rivalry. Just twenty four hours after accepting the Jets head coaching job, and same geographic locations. It's really phenomenal stuff. Without Eli Manning, Tom Brady goes on to win. Nine. Nine. Thank God. Not just for the Giants. Without Eli fans. Manning and the Philly special, he's got ten. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. But you could play that game the other way. Talk rule. Adam Benatari twice. Whatever. Like, whatever. He's the greatest of all he's time. He's the greatest of all time. There's and absolutely no denying. As much as I, like, sports hate Tom Brady for what he did to my New York Jets in the AFC East for 20 years, I will go to bat for that dude as the GOAT. I don't want to hear, like, to old dudes specifically, like, guys, your dad's age yeah. and older. Don't want to hear about Montana anymore. Don't no. care. Oh, you weren't there. Don't care. Didn't need to be. I was here for Don't 20 care. years of the greatest. 22 years did, of the greatest. We just, we just pretty much experienced, like, the Jordan of football. Yeah, we did. There's no, like, debate. Like, in basketball, there's... there's maybe no. in 30 years, there'll, there be, may a be, there'll maybe. be a guy. And there like, may be oh, a Patrick. Tom? There may be and a Patrick. Like, no, it's not going to be Patrick. And there may be, maybe Joe. Don't remember whose words this these were, but they're now seeing how the last, you know... Couple of years have played out. Tom Brady is like lofty, but he definitely realistically is like a Rogers comp. Okay, which is not bad company, but that's one Super Bowl as opposed. He made to one him. appearance, Rogers. Yeah, but they made the comp as like his career is probably like probably trending more towards like best thrower of the football. Great, might not win. Mahomes, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And this was, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. one of the guys in the front. I don't hate that comparison. I don't. Could have also been Simmons. But, y- but you have to understand, like Mahomes wins one or two more in his career. He'll he'll. 
there will be people that will make that'll try to put up graphics and, and make the comparison, but it's not it really isn't even close. And that's what's crazy that we we witnessed we'll be like, No, nah, I was there, trust me. We witnessed literally the greatest. And it was like he was never incredibly flashy. He was never the best thrower of the football. Right? I don't think that I don't think there was a single season where you could say that he had the best arm in football. He's you? the most prepared, though. No, he's no, never right. had a rocket arm. That's what I'm saying. He's the most prepared. Oh, yeah. He puts the most time into it. He's smarter than you. He's the most winning. Well, yeah, you know, winning time matters, you know. I mean, and for a large part of it, he didn't have. And he was willing to give up a lot of things in life that are required to reach that, even think about reaching any kind of greatness. That most people, even people in your average guy in the NFL, aren't isn't willing to give up or aren't willing to give up. It's gonna be super weird next year. What's he gonna do? He's gonna get so bored, dude. He's no, it, I think he starts to go to his kids' games, and I think it's time to be a fa- like a full time father. I'm not saying he wasn't, but it's time to be a full time father. You know Just what I mean? Think about it, dude. It's gonna be the first time in his entire life that he hasn't been three sixty five football. That's what I'm saying. That fucks people up. Hundred percent, but he, but if you're doing something. but you heard what he said on the you, so heard what he wrote on the Instagram, right? Yeah, I read it. Like, I, I, did, I will say thank you, Tom, for that fucking giving Boston the fuck you on the way out. Did yeah. he acknowledge the Patriots? He did he, later. He did make oh, another post he? after, and he acknowledged the Patriot fans, and then he went on to kind of like like kind of acknowledge the Patriots, but you know, the, initially he did not, and I uh, I don't know. I just feel like like he's like like all athletes. If you don't have a hundred percent into it, right? If your heart's not a hundred percent into it, if your focus is not a hundred percent into it, if you're not physically and mentally a hundred percent into it, then what are you what are you doing? And you know, whatever. It's time to focus on other stuff, dude. I mean, he is the youngest quarterback of all time to win a Super Bowl. And the oldest. And he's the oldest quarterback of all time to win the Super Bowl. So I saw his post. Greatness from start to finish. Done. That's it. Yeah, three three separate Hall of Fame careers. There's literally no debate. He has more passing touchdowns in his 40s than he does in his 20s. There's literally no debate. There's no debate. The man is insane. Um, the one thing that I want, I saw this stat. Dallas Cowboys have been an NFL franchise since 1960. Tom Brady has been an NFL quarterback since 2001. They're tied for playoff wins with 35 all time. That's not... Right, dude. Do you hear yourself? Like that's crazy. That's crazy. It's insane. And I don't even want to like. You can blame. You could say that the AFC East was weak for a good chunk of years, but he wasn't just beating the AFC East. He was getting yeah that he got the you know he was getting division titles, but he was still beating oh, yeah, no, he, teams. It's up. not like he was playing in an era where there was he versus Peyton. He was going up against Peyton all the like, time, consistently yeah. against Peyton Manning, and consistently would beat him. What? That's nuts. That's nuts. And I think the year that Peyton won with the Colts that we often forget, I don't think the Bears were that good. I think they oh, were built year? I think they were built on a very good defense. Devin has to return the kick, the you know, opening kick. I don't think they were all that good. Yeah, they ran this different time, different I know. football. They were good. They were good enough. Well, they were good. Yeah, Rex good Grossman there, was good but... enough to get them there. They ran the ball. That was who was that running back who also wound up playing for the Cowboys? Marion Barber, yeah. right? Devin Hester. Was Devin Hester playing offense at this point yet or just returning kicks and playing He might have just been returning kicks. And he played defense. I don't think he played defense. He was a cornerback. He might no, not in the no, Super Bowl, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah Marion Barber and I forget Thomas Jones, right? 
I don't know. Yeah. I can't go. I can't, yeah, yeah. Because then it. the year after that, Thomas Jones came over to the Jets. Thomas Jones. He's a decent running back, though. He's very, very solid for yeah. the Jets. Yeah. yeah. I, it was him, Marion Barber, and someone else. Rex Grossman was like, a, you know, your Trent Dilfer type. Like, don't throw it away. But he could make the throws. Like, he made the throws when he had to. But they weren't super flashy. Like I couldn't, I can't remember wide receivers. Like Peyton, team. what I mean is Peyton's chance was there, and he had to do it then. You know what I mean? He had to. Like Brady, you know, Brady was there half the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not like Peyton didn't go back. He went back, and then he just he went back as a, a surgically repaired neck. No, no, no. He went back with the Colts, and he lost to the Saints. The right? Saints, yeah. Right, but then he went back with a surgically repaired neck with the Broncos, who was built around everything but Peyton Manning. And you know, still did the damn thing. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Still did the damn thing. What else you got? I I don't know how well ready you are in this because this is relatively breaking. I'm ready for everything. Coach Flores, uh. go. All right, so here's what I know. He is suing the NFL for racial discrimination, right? Suing the NFL. The New the York Giants. football Giants, and Denver the Broncos. Denver Broncos, and the Miami Dolphins. Well, the Miami Dolphins, I don't understand, but what I... Be... Okay. Well, because maybe I don't know the whole story. So, Stephen Ross allegedly offered him $100,000 per loss to tank yeah, in 2019. Why is that racial discrimination? That's not racial discrimination. That's what I'm saying. That just okay, 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 okay. It's that's, like more of a misconduct. That's what I want to make sure. I want to make sure, yeah. That's the most bonkers part of the whole well, story. No, 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 Here's the most bonkers part of it. You know what all what else Stephen Ross was doing in uh, 2019, early 2019? No, well. Investing in a startup mobile sports gambling company. So you're investing. What? Which one? I don't know. Because that's super fucking illegal. You're investing in a sports gambling company, and then you're also allegedly paying... If they could prove that you offered $100,000 per loss, prison. yeah, you're going to prison. So, dude. Shaq had to sell his shares of the Sacramento Kings because he uh, invested into, I don't know what it was, Bet or MGM. I don't. One of the MGM, fucking... Yeah, yeah, one of them. He invested in, so he had to actually sell his stake. You cannot have... Um, any re- you know representation to sports betting or, or gambling or be part of the government, President Bush owned the Texas Rangers, had to sell the Texas Rangers to become president. You can't you can't that's conflicting interests. Yeah, it's also Jay Z had to sell the Nets when he had to sell his, his small stake in the Nets when yeah. he opened Rock Nation. Right. So or, yeah, those things right? Right? so yeah, Rock Nation, yeah. So that is bonkers to me. Like the like I, the racial discrimination thing, like I don't even want to make a take on it. You know what I mean? Do I feel right. as though they didn't? They did that he didn't get a fair shot. Absolutely. Did I preach on this podcast that I want them to get Brian Flores? Absolutely. Absolutely. I did think we, Brian Flores. Did we not preach last week that he was the best head coach available and the most proven? Absolutely. I think Brian Flores is a phenomenal coach. I think that there aren't enough black coaches in the NFL. Here's what I will say. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. This is what I'll say about the Giants. The Rooney Rule states you have to interview two external minority coaches. Yeah. Right. So they interviewed was it Patrick Graham? Is that his name? The defensive coordinator from in, from the Giants. Yeah, that's internal. That though. doesn't count, right? So Tuesday they interview Dable, Thursday they interview Flores, Friday they interview Wesley Frazier. Hours after the Wesley Frazier interview, they announced the Brian Dable hire. But they didn't w- hire. They didn't interview Flores. They interviewed Flores on no, Thursday. No, he didn't have his interview. Oh, he didn't have an interview. Belichick's text messages 
Belichick texted uh, who's their coach now? Dable. Dable. And said, congratulations. He actually texted Flores. Flores said, hey, coach, is this, you know, this is Flores, not Dable, right? And he wrote, I just spoke to the Bills and the Giants. You got the job. Congratulations. Blah, 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 blah. He said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't write. He didn't even have his interview yet. That's why he's suing. He lined up the interview, didn't go through the process, and they hired somebody. Jesus. Do I think that rule's bullshit? Uh, it's weird to me. I don't necessarily. First of all, the penalty is like a couple hundred thousand dollars in picks. So you re, you're not really penalty. It's a small hurdle for people to get over. And like once they interview, like once they interviewed Brian Dable, they were blown away. They knew they were going to hire him. Now we just got to go interview, you know, two guys or whatever. Two African Americans, just because not necessarily, you know, well, yeah, minority, minority, whoever qualifies as yeah. minority, and then uh, yeah, move on. That's so it's weird. a small hurdle. I don't think it does much. I mean, there are I don't know exactly who, but there are guys who have gotten hired off of doing that interview just um, because they had to basically to satisfy the Rooney Rule, and they nail like hit the interview out of the park and wind up getting hired. I don't know necessarily if it works. I think there's a better way to go about it than the Rooney Rule. So uh, this is not me speaking, okay? This is RG3. RG3 tweeted before, and he said, I cannot believe that Brian Flores gave up his ability to possibly ever coach again in the NFL for something that we already knew. There is not enough black coaches in the NFL, and there's racial discrimination when it comes to hiring coaches. So he said that. Brian Flores, to do what he did, I give him incredible props because there's a good chance he doesn't coach now again. And he was a damn fine coach, man. He was a damn fine coach. Very, and very I would have taken him. Coach. Now, from all now, Heinz, now, hold on, because if he does, I don't care if he, whatever, the Giants, if he sues the Giants, I don't care if he wins or loses, whatever, whatever. But if he does, forget the racial discrimination part, somehow get over on the Miami Dolphins for trying to intentionally lose and can prove bribery, that would change football. That would change the way the sports books handle things. That would probably crack down on betting internally with the players. There would probably be – because it's so loose now, right? If I'm a pro athlete and I say, yo, Jim, uh, you know, if I'm a – and this is fucked up, right? But if I'm a quarterback in the NFL – and I am up. You know, we're playing. Uh, what's a really give me a bad team? We're playing Jag. We're playing the Jaguars. No, we're playing the Jaguars, right? And I say, hey Jim, uh, take uh, over one interception on me. Take over half half an interception on me, right? I'm gonna put put as much money as you got on it. Put put the house on it. Trust me, I'll, I'll throw an interception. And I'm up twenty eight to seven, twenty eight to three in the third, late in the third quarter, and I throw one. Think about that. Yeah, my name's not on the bet slip, but I just told my whole all my friends, friends and family to do it. There's nothing that there's inc- there's inside, absolutely nothing that stops trading. it. All there's all they're saying is, and the, the whole gimmick behind this whole thing is having integrity for the sport. So you're not supposed to do that because you're supposed to have integrity. Well, we know for a fact that players don't have integrity, right? Not every player, but we know that steroids is happens, right? We know that drugs happen, right? We know that these things happen, which dilutes the integrity of the game. We know that we've seen referees cheat in pro sports before, 
Another thing targeting. Well, the the bounty gate. Oh, the yeah, bounty gate things like we bounty gate, which got handled. They seemingly way harsher. Bounty gate. They were offering players money and to I mean to injure people. Yeah, but it insane. Got way harsher than the owner offering a bounty to the coach to just straight up throw games. Yeah, that's that's like really uh, you know it just so it just it just goes to show that like it's there's no there is no integrity so now, to the game, right? Real. Uh, I think the NFL is just... So tell me, what happens? What's so here, the outcome so of So here's the problem to the NFL. You see their response? Said well, the Denver Broncos fall back immediately. So do the Giants. The NFL... The NFL, yeah. The NFL said that the case had no merit. Says and who? they were like, yeah, how do you know that? Says who? How do you know that this case has no merit? And that's going to be the problem, and it's going to get brought up on media day next week. Because these players are going to get asked about it. And if I'm the players, you know, if I'm the Well, it ain't general, about that. I don't give a fuck. I'm not answering questions about that. They're going to be fucking openly pissed at the NFL about the way that they responded to this. So. For sure. I think, and, and you could clip this, but I think that the NFL is so shysty, dude. They have so many hidden things. Think about this year alone, right? The Redskins. John Gruden. Now the what, Dolphins, what, the football. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, the right, the Redskins, whatever. The yeah, Washington football team about that, with yeah. with Dan Schneider, right, with all yeah, the hiding the things, and there's so many, so much hidden bullshit in football that I feel like we start, we're starting to see it come to a head at this point. Like, think about that. Well, Carton said it just I don't know an hour or so ago before they went off the yeah uh, yeah whatever when they went off the air. Um, they're they're crack dealers. And they're in a neighborhood full of crack addicts. The NFL, you still like the product. You still watch the product. You still like, you don't have a problem with the players. You don't have a problem with the product. You That's love the all problem, of that. man. And That's so everyone tolerates everything. And everyone, people are just making hand, you know, money hand over fist. But there's just so much backdoor shit going on here that like, like what team is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Dude. So this is what I want to say about the, go ahead. The Shield is a mysterious being because as per Pat McAfee, when it comes to things like out, out like when you interview players, most players they, they they you know they talk to each other about this shit. You know they think about it, they go back and forth with each other, and their mindset is you know protect the shield, right? Because that's who pays them. So when when it comes to media day, I'm not going to say be skeptical of you know anything can happen, but these players this is their job. These are the people who pay them, and you guys are right. It's a we we kind of enjoy the product. It's the things that we see that come out, like right now, Brian Flores, Bounty Gate, yeah, yeah. shit. Horrible things, right? Horrible things for, for other human beings. But the, the U.S., we, we just want to watch football. The Super Bowl is coming up. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that take. Honestly, I am. Because I think that it, whether it's fear or whether it's, hey, they, they supply my family with a living. F- you know, fear in the sense that, not real genuine fear, but... They say something and slap it fine no matter what. You know, they know. And it ain't even worth it. Nothing's going to change. It ain't even worth it kind of thing. Like, right? So if they talk in media day, I'm losing $45,000 to make a point. A point doesn't need to be made. Nothing's going to change. So whether it's fear or, like you said, protecting the shield. But there are players out there that openly have wrote on Twitter that the NFL is rigged. You've seen that. Yeah. 
So like that's bonkers to me. That's like they, it's you, all Vince you, McMahon. You described it's it. It's all Vinny. You described it. I'm waiting for like I'm waiting for no chance. I'm waiting for Vince McMahon's theme song to drop at the halftime show and just say that's it. It was me all along, yeah, Austin. Yeah, that's what I'm it saying. was me all along. Like what is going on here? Is this, are we is this football or is this sports entertainment? What's going on here? The NFL has so much money too. Like they're still the number one sports league. Oh, every NFL single person. Everything. Every single person. Casual fan, diehard fan, a, not every single person, but a lot of people hate, for whatever reason, whether they have a reason or not, Roger Goodell, right? Sometimes yeah. people people just hate him just because they want to hate him. Like, you know, like, you know, whatever. He's a fun guy to hate. But, well, exactly. Oh, you know, he's a Tagli fucking... hard guy to follow, too. But he, yeah, but he's, a, but he's, a, a, hard guy but he's a great guy to, he's a great guy to, to love to hate, right? But they don't, these owners don't care because the money's going in their pockets. So, for Goodell, $50 million a year, that's what he makes, Right. Hey, dude! Everyone is everybody making money in this room? Yeah. All right, I'm doing my job. That's that's it. You know, you don't need to put another team in in San Jose. You don't need to put a team in uh, London or Europe. You don't need any of that. Just keep keep the machine keep the machine Protect moving. The shield. Yeah. So I don't know. How do you think it plays out? The lawsuit. The whole Brian Flores thing. Does he work again? Yes. Does he work this year? Maybe not. I think he works this year. He might. We'll get to that real quick. The Stephen Ross thing with the hundred dollars, hundred thousand yeah, dollars yeah, per yeah. loss. They were tanking because they wanted the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. Us this whole time while that season was going on assumed that they wanted two of that badly. Then it comes out a couple of days ago. They offered Cincinnati multiple first round picks. Anything they wanted basically to go get Joe Burrow. How does this affect Tua's already probably not doing great? Yeah, if I'm Tua, dude, I'm seeing a psychiatrist. Do you want out if you're Tua? Well, I'm already seeing a psychiatrist for sure. Kid did nothing wrong his entire career, and he's just getting – I mean, oh, my God. He's a man of faith, and he's just getting trounced, dude, in the NFL, which is – it's not fair to him, dude. It's not fair to him. As much as we like to shit on Tua, that kid plays hard. Of course he does. Yeah, of course. Do you think Brian Flores had ever – had an inkling to tell him, like, hey, yo, these guys want me to lose. Like, these guys wanted me to lose to get Burrow. No, but I, no, but I, uh, I don't think Tua was his decision. No, I don't think so either. I think he wanted Deshaun Watson to trade to go there. I get that. I think so. I would want I think he might have even wanted Herbert over too. Fine. Uh, and he would have been right again. He would have been right again. He did say that he wanted Herbert over. Again. And he would have been right twice over. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Being it's like a, fucking Adam Gase right after he gets hired. Yeah, I would have. Uh, I would have drafted Josh Allen instead of Donald if it was me. Yeah, you got it, pal. Yeah, sure you would have. You. you and your vanilla fucking offense. Yeah, and just the ability that he, the Flores had, pushed Tua to play decent. When I when he was throwing the ball, that game, whole team, that whole team. Think about this: the business that they, the games they won, they had. They're the only team ever to lose seven straight and win seven straight in the same. Think season. about that. That's good coaching. Think about that. To be able to dig a team. Think out about of the turmoil that was going on in that locker room or in that front office, right? We'll call it right. And Flores still went out and won seven straight, eight of nine. That's that's silliness. That's silly. That's silliness. Think about that. That guy should be coaching in the NFL. You know, listen, if you're asking me, I do, I think he coaches again. I don't think it makes a change. Great, I don't. great. Here's the segue. Five head coaching vacancies remain. Go ahead. Miami, Jacksonville, New Orleans, 
Houston and Minnesota, although it seems like Harbaugh, uh, Jim Harbaugh will probably be hired by tomorrow. And where, it, where? Minnesota. That's what it seems like. I think he's got an, a second interview at Minnesota tomorrow. So probably by this time tomorrow, he's the Minnesota head coach getting introduced Thursday morning. Houston, did you hear who the front runner is? No. Josh McCown. I heard about this. One of the finalists for the Houston. So okay. scratch Minnesota for sure. <laughs> okay. Scratch Minnesota for sure. Scratch Houston for sure because they, first of all they already interviewed Flores and he was not one of the they're not one of the teams that was listed in the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And McCown seems to be a finalist there. Scratch Miami because they fired him. No. Jacksonville and New Orleans. Those are the two spots. No, he's not getting hired this year. He don't coach this year. Jacksonville should go with Leftwich. Yes. I think you'd be. I think I think it's the writing is on the wall now. Brady's gone. Run, run! Yeah. This is it. This is your chance. You got Trevor Lawrence. This is your chance. You right? This is it. Um, and then the Saints. Maybe, maybe he does go to the Saints. They're in cap hell, so it's a rebuild. You're anybody who goes in there is entering a rebuild. So I saw this multiple different people, not reporting, but like you know lists of. Jets did say at the end of the year that they're going to be, uh, exploring adding talent multiple ways. Like they specifically said Trades, they would make trade they would trade draft picks for the right players, sign players. Okay. Every team picks. should be in, in that in that boat on that, you know, on that wavelength. Saint, Saints are in a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. What does it take? They got two twos and two they got two twos and one three maybe. I'd give them a two and a three. I was gonna say one and a five, but I think a two and a three does the same. I'm not giving one of my ones up. I, I, I went through too much hell. He's 28 years old, Alan Kamara. That's the problem. So That's yeah. why it's a uh, – maybe it's even like a two and a five that could be – I would say a two and a five. That a two could and a five. Three. Five could either be a five, four, or a three based on, you know – You don't like Michael Carter? No, I do like Michael Carter. I think they would – That you just said it. He's 28. And Michael Carter's 23, 24. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no problem. Michael Carter doesn't need to tote the ball 30 times a game. Like, you, I think it was you – was it you who was saying it? If you touch the ball 38, like 20, 30 times a game and you're not Derrick Henry, you're usually like not even that good. Was it you who said no. that? Might have been Vinny, maybe. Wow. Someone saying like in today's NFL, if you're if you not if you need to touch the ball twenty eight times and you're not Derrick Henry to have like a successful outing, you're not really that good. Oh right, 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 right. right. Jonathan Taylor. He doesn't need to carry the ball that many times to have a successful. Yeah, he can I'm touch the ball fifteen times and have ninety yards. If you can't, <laughs> if you can't get to a hundred yards in a score basically without touching the ball almost thirty times in today's NFL, you're probably not that good of a running back, unless you're Derrick Henry. What about Christian Cole, McCaffrey? Uh, I'd rather go Kamara. Kamara plays. I don't think McCaffrey's going to go anywhere. Yeah, I think he is on the move. And I think that's a price that's too high for whatever reason. I think McCaffrey's a higher price tag than Kamara. He is. He, I'm not willing to give up a top ten draft pick for a running back that's probably over the hill or close to it. Wow, I don't think Kamara's probably. I don't think he's probably over the hill. But like you no, said, no, you call McCaffrey over the hill. I'm not. If they call and say, if they call and say your second over the hill, the but second he hasn't pick, played in two the years. second first round pick, the tenth overall pick, tenth overall pick, McCaffrey, straight up, and they're not taking any of his money. They're not going to pay any of his salary. No, mm, no, no, they're not paying. Any you need money. to pay half of his salary. I'll oh give my you god, half of his salary. Oh my god, this guy's remaining, playing hardball over here. Half of his remaining salary for a top ten draft pick. I'm asking you a question. Well, well let me. How does this a second, a seventh, and Ty Johnson sound to you for Alvin Kamara and a seventh? 
I don't think I don't think that does it. They don't want Ty Johnson. I don't think they that don't does give it. a shit about Ty Johnson. I don't think that does it. You guys it. don't give a shit about what that guy wants. That guy wants hard. They don't give a shit. Yeah, about Yeah, I don't Ty think Johnson. Ty Johnson's. Good. Yeah, they want picks. The yeah. whole point. Plus, the whole point is they need to get rid. They need to shed about six. What about million. Denzel Mims? What about Mims a second and a and a sixth? That'll do it. It might because they could use a receiver that they might be able to grow on. And Mims is big. They don't have many big receivers. And they're probably yeah, also dumping Michael five, Thomas. 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, five, oh, what's his... What's Callaway? One? Callaway? Cal- Callaway's like 5'10". That's what I'm saying. They no, get, the, other, the other guy who played really uh, good, not Devonta. Yeah, uh, Deontay Harris, right? Deontay Harris. Yeah. Little. Deontay yeah, Harris is 5'6". Well, that's what I'm saying. No, Deontay Harris is 5'6". Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah that, that they get... You can do something like that. You know I what I mean? That sounds reasonable. Yeah. I mean, would you give up Corey Davis and a third? Yeah, you would. Corey yeah, Davis is basically useless to you at this point. I, no, I just think Corey Davis. No, he's not basically useless, but he's definitely not a number one. Because a couple people have them taking a wide receiver with that tenth pick. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Another thing is, too, I got no problem. Crowder's with that. a free agent this year. Yeah. Like Keelan Cole's a free agent. There's a lot of stuff. Keelan going Cole's on. tits on both. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Jamison Crowder's a free agent who's definitely absolutely going to walk. Um, no, I would too, dude. I'd be fucking... Braxton Berrios is, is a free agent this year, and it's a weird thing because do you pay him like a slot receiver? Do you pay him like a high-end special teamer or something in the middle? Oh. It's probably going to... It's a weird thing. I bet you he, I, I bet you he'd have a good answer for you. He played himself into a weird situation. Yeah, I bet you he'd say I want to be Jets. paid like a slot receiver. I bet you the Jets say, we'll give you a fucking uh, special teams money. That's, that's the difference. Um... So yeah, I would have no problem with them drafting a receiver at the tenth slot, but I would just defense, 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 defense. The offense looked fine in the last five games of the year. I would go offensive line, offensive line to be the Giants. Yeah, you better hope. The Who Jets gives don't a shit? Evan offensive line, offensive line. Just stop it now. So, so of those of those teams, is it Minnesota or Jacksonville that's the most desirable? Uh, Minnesota or New Orleans. Minnesota or Jacksonville? Why was New Orleans? We just said, okay. we just no, said no, New Orleans no, has no. to shed at least six. Minnesota, and I think it's not even close. Bring Kirk back. I don't know. I really don't know. Harbaugh, I think could get a lot out of Kirk. Yeah, I think he can too, and that makes me nervous. That makes yeah. me a little nervous. You, I don't think there's ever been a coach that got the most out of Kirk. So if Rogers dips, besides Shannon, if Rogers dips, to me, it screams Vikings win the division. Oh yeah, screams. Matt Eberflus doesn't look like he knows what's going on. The head, new head coach of the Bears. Uh, Bears, yeah. Yeah, he looked a lot. You know you know how they joked about Brandon Staley didn't look like he knew where the fuck he was in his yeah. opening press. That's a lot how what Eberflus looked like. Fields I, going into his second year, second coach, second system. It's tough. How much of a step is Fields going to take with, you know. I, I, I very Rogers much hope Minnesota from the leader. Giants' perspective. I just want to say this. I very much hope. For the Giants' perspective, from a Giant fan's perspective, that they at least, if they're going with Daniel Jones, at least air the fucking ball out. Let him fucking throw it. Let him become Danny Dimes. Or don't. Let him fail or let him succeed. But go for it. Let Get Kenny Galladay the ball. Like, stay, like they let Stefan Diggs get the ball. Like, do it. Do the damn thing. You know, take the risk as an offensive coordinator standpoint. If Patrick Graham stays, that guy's a... That guy's good. Yeah, he's good for sure. He, I thought, I think he is staying. I thought that. Was I think, it. yeah, but I thought, you know, you don't know. An opportunity yeah, comes along, and then he's out. Right? Even I'm saying, even if 
if I'm Patrick Graham, I might make the switch to a contender to be their defensive coordinator. You know what I mean? I'm not even in love with the idea of staying as a defensive coordinator of the Giants, you know? But I want to see them I want to see them go for it. Because then if, if if it's not him, then it's not him. But let's find out, man. Enough's enough. I think Dable's going to find out. I, and I think he might think bring the best out, out of him. I don't know. And then we got to find out, is the best of him good enough? 100%. We're going to get those answers, I think, with Brian Dable this year. 100%. Ready to take a break? Let's take a break. All right, guys, listen, Pat McAfee said it best. You got to look good to feel good. You got to feel good to play good. Well, we're going to help you guys look good with Saatchi Di Denaro, all right? It's the finest Italian material. It's fire. It's comfortable. And we got a saving for you, all right? You're going to use promo code HAVOC for 10% off your total purchase at SaatchiDiDenaro.com. Also, check them out over at Instagram at SaatchiDiDenaro. SaatchiDiDenaro, always authentic, never counterfeit. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. As always, best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. We're going to do a little recap of the conference championship games, but first, our man Jack has some a story, I believe, an anecdote. Something to say. say. He's, got he's got something, something to, say. to say. He wanted to open I the segment. A story from this past Sunday. So, me and the, my boys, my friends, we watched the Kansas City game, watched the Rams game, and... Before then, they texted me earlier in the week. They said, oh, do we want to watch some football this weekend, you know? I was like, yeah, sure, you know, we, we'll, we'll figure something out. And one of my friends texted me. They said, can you can you show us what app you use for these, these picks that you make? Because we're kind of interested. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So Sunday night comes, we're watching the game, and I, I'd show them a, a little parlay just to show them what it's about. And they immediately pick it up. They're like, oh, what's the app called? And I say, it's Prize Picks. Then you drop your referral code. I did drop my referral code. Okay. I did I did get my $50. Prize Picks, Prize Picks, get back to us. Run your DMs. Yeah, it's not right. It's just it's fucking cold, right. dude. It's and cold. My, but my friends, they picked it up, and they loved it. They're betting on basketball now. I told them. I warned them. I said, guys, don't don't blow all your money. All right? <laughs> I love you guys. I don't want to see it's you It's great. Are they fans of the show now? They are fans of the good, show. I told good, them to come it. watch the show, and they did. My... My good friend Rosario did watch the show today, and he said oh, he was Rosario. Huh? Yeah, nice little Italian name for you. Shout out Rosario. Hmm. He good. does. He does like the show, and uh, he's now getting into the gambling. Did they win? They did win. You They're know the answer to that picks. question. Beginner's They're, luck. You yeah, always well, win. Well, four or five on the flex play, so they did overshoot a little bit, but they're learning. But four or five gets you money. It gets you two five, two times, right? Yeah, it gets you two times, but. Uh, it did bring us together over the weekend. And it brought them together. It yeah. brought them together. Dude, degenerate gambling tends I, to bring let me people tell you together something. or me, drive them apart. Let me tell you something. When you start betting more money, which you will in time, don't worry, everybody does, it actually just drives you apart. There's nothing that brings you together. A high high stress environments in my house, dude. That's it, dude. You yeah. come in here. Welcome to the jungle. This whole playoffs made nothing but absolute stress. Luckily, we were all... Pretty much on the same team, on the playoff yeah. games. But you can cut the tension with the knife over here. Like this is, I guess the difference is we still wake up on Sunday feeling something. So yeah, well I hear you. I hear you. Not for long. <laughs> Not for long. You're probably so. Right. AFC Conference Championship game. I know what I said. Sitting in this very seat last week. I felt it was tailor made for the Kansas City tees to take it to one. Oh yeah, I you liked. That. Kansas City teasing it up to 13. Well, but you Bengals said, up to 
I'm sorry, Bengals, Cincinnati, teasing up to 13. Uh, but you didn't. You said you didn't think they were going to win the game. And we had that whole argument mm-hmm. about why not tease it then, whatever. I woke up Saturday morning, and literally, I I swear, dude, I woke up, checked the time on my phone, scrolled, went went to you know one of the books that I was using, and I said the Bengals are winning this fucking game, and I put about five units on the Bengals to win the game money line straight up. Right as I sent it, Vinny texts me, "Yo, I don't know about you, but I got about let's call it eleven units across three different apps on the Bengals money line today." Like, so let's right. fucking go. <sighs> don't know why. Just felt you know. I felt like today might have been you know Sunday might have been Joey uh, Joey Burr's day. Felt confident about it. Took home a big win. Yeah, I didn't do that. I teased them. I, te- I shouldn't say teased them. I bought the point, seven and a half. Uh, a win's a win. I'm not going to complain. Could I have seen it? Did I, did, I, did I have that feeling that you guys had? Yeah, I did. Uh, but I had just withdrawn from almost every app. I, I made a bunch of money in the last, since it's been legal in New York, I made a, a good amount of money. So I was uh, withdrawing from everywhere, and I just kept like small amounts, just so I couldn't lose everything that I made, kind of thing. And uh, I put a lot of that that was left, like seventy percent of what was left in there. I put on the Bengals plus seven and a half because I was like, you know what, I feel good about that. And the second game, I bought the point down from three. I had three right right before game time. I had three. I brought it down to two and a half and hit that. And I was like, well, this is clean. And uh, we're right back up in in that one account, back up to almost not where we were, but I got some room to play. Now I got some room to, to play around now again. Um, had I not cashed out and gone through that whole withdrawal process for five days, I probably would have had a nice weekend. I probably would have went for broke. But when I went for broke the week before and really tried to build it and really tried to build up on the account, I failed. And that's what forced the cash out. But whatever, Jamar Chase did catch a touchdown. If you take him every week, he's bound to he's bound to hit bound one. Bound to hit eventually. So the first time I haven't in weeks, and what are you gonna do? I kept spamming it. I was well, like, that's he the will thing. Do I put it. I put all the units that I was willing to lose on the Bengals money line, and I think I'm gonna I think I'm becoming that guy where it's, I'm betting all my bets are straight from now on. Straight, no, no straight to no I par, mean, you know, I mean, I'm I'll still throw the parlay and the tease in here and there. But I think I'm done with well, definitely live prop bets. I'm done with their sucker bets. No, they're 100 percent sucker bets. Scrolling Eck would have caught that touchdown in the in the later game. Come on. Yeah. No. Come on. Who had money on Scrolling Eck? Somebody that's... did. Somebody had thousand dollars to win 30k, and he dropped. No, if it. anything, somebody had other player. Yeah, if he wasn't on there, right, right, right. I just my problem with money line is minus. Two twenty and above. I don't. I. I feel it's that start right at right at about two hundred. It starts to shake me, and I'm like, oh. When I say know. straight bets, I don't mean money line bets. I just mean single straight. Oh, bets. oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't necessarily you mean, mean just a money not parlays. Yeah, I mean just oh, straight one okay. action game. Yeah, that's bets. the way you no, win. No prop bets. That's how you win. And, and, it's really yeah. the prop bets that I'm just like I might pretty much you know fuck around on a prime time game, put a first touchdown in, and then just let it ride. But this See, roller coaster that. A lot of us like to go on because it's fun. It makes every play matter. Right, hundred percent is very has been very costly for me this season. But you and know, when I don't do it, 
and I just take all that money that I would have spent those five collective units on five different letdowns, let it all ride on fucking Cincy. Hundred percent. And if they're plus two eighty, I think I got them at. And if they win, they win, and we're up big. If they lose, you would have lost all that money chasing Joe Mixon so, touchdowns anyway. Well, you know, you know what those bets are, right? So if you're smart enough to know what those bets are, then you're then you, then when you place them, you know you know what to expect. You're not expecting like, you know, to buy a house with that stuff. I mean, come on. But the it, it's very it, it, it's like I had I parlayed Kittle and Higby anytime uh, anytime touchdowns. In that game, Higby goes out the first or second drive, and it's mm-hmm. dead. Dead in the water. And Kittle caught a touchdown. Yeah, 100%. And Higby probably would have if he didn't get hurt. 100%. But what are you going to do? So the thing prize picks does well that makes them different and kind of is that saving grace difference in – because if Jack, – Jack, if you take any of those five parlays, right, like a five-team parlay, if you take any of those player prop parlays, five of them, and put them into DraftKings, the payout is way more than 10x. Way more. Five five prop bet more more than likely it's 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 gonna be more than that. Where they get all where they get they do well is if they're if you get four out of five, you make double your money. That's not gonna happen in, in, in DraftKings and real gambling. You know, real sports yeah. books, let's call it. Uh unless you hit a lot of cash out on one of these apps. Yeah, that but that's you. you know I did that once and it didn't work out. So think about that. I fell to the cash out last week, where I was like, "Ah, hey, you know what? I want to make a hundred bucks." The cash out was a hundred dollars more than my pro- than than my bet. I was like, "I got to cash out a hundred right here." The game was tied one hundred eight, one hundred eight, to finish a two team parlay, and I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna take the money." I cashed out. The team I needed to win ended up winning, and so what did it cost you? Uh, about another eighty five dollars, which whatever, but it, you know. As somebody new to the realm of gambling, playing prize picks, I feel safer and it's more intriguing to me because obviously you're not going to be perfect all the time. You can't be five and five. If I can make double my money, what I put in, right, a nice little coupon, I I feel good at the end of the day because that gives me more money to play with. And the older I get, maybe the the more certain I get in my predictions. Maybe I get better at it. Maybe I get worse at it. The, at the end of the day, I feel when I, when I do this, it's preparing me for something that I may not want to do or may want to do, and it Look, gives a, me a little insight. Any like gamblers, gambler, sports gamblers, gambler will tell you, you want to get into this life, you're probably going to lose a lot for the first three to five years. <laughs> Until you figure And then the eventually, out. all of a sudden, you can't be stopped. And you're going on six, seven, eight, nine week heaters. You just gotta really, honestly, you just gotta not make enough money in the beginning. Like if you don't have the money to bet early on while you're learning, that's probably the best thing. You know what I mean? If I started learning right now, I would be fucked because I'd have the money to bet. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now I know I'm like, yeah, well, we started. We really, I mean, you even younger than me, but like I, I started learning where it was like. Oh, it's not going to be great, but I could afford to throw thirty bucks down on something. That's exactly how I and and see how it plays out. Uh, no, I, when I was starting, I was betting two dollars, three dollars, four dollars. That's how you start. And you know, I'm not, you know, and then it got, you know, and then I yeah, but you were sixteen, up. right? I was, I was young, man. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, I was young. I was, yeah, I was young, sixteen probably. Yeah, maybe fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, I was young. 
fucked up, but whatever, it happens. And, you know, I enjoy it. And, it, and it, I never, I never even, which I guess I can say I'm proud of from 16, 17 on, whenever that was, definitely senior year of high school, definitely. But from that point on, I never got overwhelmed with it. There would have been times where I've been on, like, stinkers for the three weeks, four weeks, where I'm like, fuck, I'm just like, I could have saved this money, you know, kind of thing. But it never got to the point where I was like, I'm throwing savings away. I've never went into savings. I never did any of that. So I've been, I've been disciplined like that. And you have to be. Otherwise, it'll eat you alive. It will. Oh, yeah. It, it will. It's an addiction. It is an addiction. But as long as you use it as like a recreational thing and, and you never feel like you're going to buy a house with it or a car with it, then yeah, you're, it's then not you're a job. okay. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a job. job. It's not a job. You want to gamble? And this is a, you want a legit gamble and have a way to make a living and like like long term growth. Put your money in the stock market. That's that's a legit better option than 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 gambling is because again, like for me, like so my prize picks experiences right are not like yours. So you're I don't even know what you put in. I don't care what you put in. That's fine. I don't. But let's just say you put in ten dollars right, and you do a five teamer for ten dollars and you try to win fifty bucks. Uh no, sorry, you try to win a uh, hundred bucks right uh, ten times. That's not how I play. I will do two te- two props, two things. That's it. Two things happen. And I will do $150. And I will say, if those two things happen, I'm going to double up my money. And that's it. That's how it yeah. works. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't happen. And that's it. I don't. I rarely chase the five. Every once in a while, I'll, if I want to get silly, I'll, or I'll do something like that. You know, and, I will, and I'll bring the money down. But typically, if I'm doing two, maybe three, I'm, I'm going more money. I've always... I've been... That's always been kind of the way I've been rolling. You know what I mean? I take if I'm gonna do a parlay, I try to keep it to two teams, alt spreads. I, it's how I that's feel like I make my, my money. What I've doing it right now. What I found right. right. Two props, throw them in two or three. What I found with basketball is if I if I find at least one underdog that I really like, I will just bet that underdog straight. Yeah, on the money course. line. If there's not one underdog on the slate. And I want to make, you know, want action for the night. I'll try to find two or three favorites that I like, lay the point, lay the points on all of them, and parlay it and go lower on the on the so, money. And uh, it fucked me last night. I think I went one for three. I had the Knicks smashing Sacramento. I had Grizzlies laying three and a half, and, they, and I, had I had OKC in. laying six and a half. Grizzlies didn't do it. I had the Grizzlies. Grizzlies didn't do it, and whoever else I bet on didn't do it. I don't think it was OKC. Clippers? No. It was six and a half and three and a half for the spread. Whatever. But, I want to talk about the actual game a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Um, first question, as a Bengals plus seven and a half better, did you ever waver? No, never. Didn't I as, knew from jump I knew as a money line better, I never wavered. I actually sat in. I that's I kind of started to relax at twenty one three. That's when I was like, all right, let's get this thing going. Never wavered. And at then all. when former New York Giant Eli Scrapple takes down. Uh, then, Hill, uh, at the half. end of the half, I knew. I was like, let's go. Like, this let's go. Right this is the stop we needed. Yeah. And it transitioned everything from there. Because then it was punt, punt, interception to start the second half. Mm-hmm. Biggest choke job in a conference championship game ever by Pat. Conference championship game? Yeah. I would say Super Bowl, Matt Ryan, and the Falcons. But conference championship, yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, this is what this is, right? This was a choke. I, yeah, I could get behind that. I mean, the Bengals won. They deserved it. They bared down when they needed to. 100% the Bengals and, uh, deserved it. 
And the Bengals did what nobody else could do. They weren't. They were sending three and four at him and Getting letting him there. run around. Coverage just held. Yeah. There's like two, three, maybe four coverage sacks. People no, have to I don't understand. even think they sacked No, they didn't sack times. him. It just yeah, throwaways, throwaways and, and whatever. Which Mahomes played held. phenomenal. Um, Mahomes played phenomenal in the pocket. You know, scrambling out Getting of the pocket. Right, yeah. Yeah, so did Joe, though. But Oh, yeah, yeah. But what's amazing to me is whoever, and it, I'm sure it changed multiple times, but all, all and any cornerbacks that covered Tyreek Hill on those plays where – no joke, plays lasted 10, 12 seconds. Yeah. God bless you, because that's insane. Because at any given point, this guy's route's going to end, and then all he has to do is get open, and he's faster than you. There's a 99% chance he's faster than you, and the unpredictability of unpredictability of it is just insane. So for you to say cover sack with the Chiefs, with yeah. Hardman, with Hardman and Hill on the field, and and Kelsey, oh, and Kelsey, but you know, like get out of here. That's crazy, and I think, I think they felt. I think Casey felt the pressure a little bit more than the Bengals did. We knew the Bengals were kind of like, "Hey, we're here, so let's like let's just go." I, I don't think Joe Burrow, and I don't think even Garoppolo to an extent, like even knew that they were, like they're just playing. You know what I mean? They don't. Sometimes you don't even realize the, how big the moment is because you just you just. You're here and you just go. And for Mahomes, it's four straight. Yeah. And that's like, you know, you, okay, you've been down this road. You know what it's like to be a favorite here. We're one win away from back to the Super Bowl. Like, sometimes well, you look ahead. I think the big problem here is Andy Reid go at the end of the half, because this is when this game changes at the end of the first half. 100%. Andy Reid goes to send the field goal unit out there, and Patrick Mahomes waves him off. Who's steering the ship here, dude? You're the coach. Kick the field goal. It would have been the difference. You don't think they kick a field goal there? That doesn't change the whole game? Uh, they go up 21 you're talking, then. You're talking 24 to 3 at halftime? Yeah, they go up 21 then. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that does it. I mean, they lost by 3. So, you know, one can say. Which brings me to my one other thing I definitely want to say about this game before we get off track or anything. Uh, Bills fans. Bills Mafia. The fact that Josh Allen doesn't get to touch the ball is ridiculous. The overtime rules suck. Did the Bengals win the coin toss? They did not. Did they get the ball? I think they did. How did they do it? They made a stop. Thank you. The overtime rules are fine. Go fuck did yourself. Did I get 100? You got 100, dude. <laughs> you got 100. The overtime, there's not now. A few years ago, when a, when a field goal won right away. Those are fucked. That was fucked. Yeah. I got no problem. With, play fucking defense. I just Josh play Allen. Did you see that when Josh dude. Allen when he tweeted? Pain. Yeah, pain. when they won the coin toss. Pain. <laughs> like, like, hey, whatever, and man. Then as soon as Patrick Mahomes is doing his little old man trot that he does out to the field after they won the toss, he's got. The, he looks like he's got bad hips, man. The, he runs yeah, like right. He's got bad hips. He, Holy oh, he shit. runs like your grandfather. Yeah, it's like, fucking, and that's not a compliment. No, no, to either of no, them. No, to either <laughs> like, of them. Fucking, um, he's tr- doing his old man trot out to the field, and the graphic comes up. No team in the NFL postseason history has won back-to-back overtime games. And I was like, that's it. It's over, dude. Oh, as soon it's as he's over. As soon no, before as- they snapped the ball, I was like, it's over. As soon as the- they got that ball back, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like, this one's over. If this kicker gets anywhere within 55 yards, it's over. This guy is cold as ice. And they did. They just did well, and... You kind of tell. You saw the life get sucked out of the Chiefs with every first down, with every big play, with every and then with every play, Joe Burrow just getting more confident. You could see it. I mean, listen, 
That was a game that, that was winnable. They've beaten the Chiefs before. Yeah. Right? We saw it the exact same way, basically. And the Super Bowl's different. We're not going to talk about it. We'll talk about it next week on our Super Bowl special. But I at least have a different feel when it comes to the Super Bowl than I do that the game I watched Sunday. And even even for this, the other game, the 49ers and, and Rams. I think well, I'll recap this one for I'll, you know I'll finish the recap on this one. I think the Bengals really did some really good things at halftime, made some serious adjustments. I think Zach Taylor needs to really be credited with what he did. Obviously Joe Burrow, obviously Joe Mixon. I mean they all did the damn thing. They did the damn thing, and they just kept grinding. And like you said, you know what you chip you chip away right and you make that big stop at half and then you start to score and then you force a punt and then you score and you force a punt next thing you know you're like all right we're in this it thing. was punt punt and now you're thinking well they punted after they got two consecutive stops like here we go they stop them again punt now there's now they kick a field goal then the interception yeah then they score the touchdown right yeah yeah so i you know it was, then they fucking get another stop they score again go for two Right, 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 right. They went for two to tie, right? So the two, the guy who caught that, right? Or am I thinking the other game? Which one was the was the uh, like two and out on this from the slot, on the high side? I can't remember. I can't remember. It was not a. It was not a. It was like a no name special teams call up. The guy who was returning punts. He got called up that day. Oh, it was Trent Taylor. Bengals. Okay, yeah. Trent, yeah like, Trent these Taylor. guys are making plays, and you're like, all right. I mean, like, all right. It might, might have okay. just been the Bengals' year. Yeah. It might have just it, been the it, Bengals' it, year. And it still could be. So I forgot. I wanted to pull this list up. I know some of them. There's only a few quarterbacks who went to the Super Bowl in their second year. You know any of them? Joe Burrow is obviously one of them. There's six more. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. Now I'm going to start to struggle. Colin Kaepernick. Fuck. Russell Wilson. Okay. There's two more. One more. One more. You said six, right? Six after Burrow. Oh, was the two seven. more, two more. Current, like like uh, still playing? Uh, no, 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 no. Like all time. I, I'm not uh, sure. I mean, young. I mean, that's a league company. Yeah, I forgot the that's, other two. That's pretty And then everybody company. else pretty much falls between three and five. Like, pretty much if you're an elite quarterback, you get there so, between years three and, like, two and five. No quarterbacks ever won the Heisman, the national championship, and a Super Bowl? Correct, and he has a chance to do it all in a three-year span. Here's another With a 20 ACL in there. Here's, yeah, with a 20 ACL in between. Here's a, That's the grand slam, right? Here's the other elite, uh, elite club he could join. Only two players ever. Won a college national championship and a Super Bowl. Quarterbacks. Do you know who they are? Two players. Ever. Quarterbacks. Oh. Um. Both before our time. I keep thinking Heisman for some reason. Like it keeps no, like national no, I championship. I could tell you the one Guy guy's college. Me. It's not going to help you. No, tell me. It's the the Joe Club. It's Joe Burrow. Joe Montana, mm-hmm. and it's Joe Namath. Wow. It's two pretty good Joes to that's, be in good but, company with. That's he's got to win it, though. He's got to yeah, win yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Just a couple of Joes. He's one of, the, he's one of those guys, like, and this is fucked up. I'm going to say it. I said it with the Mets, right? I say it with – you could always equate different teams and situations. You know? Bengals are young. Mets were young. They had the best pitching staff on God's green earth. Yeah, the whole nine. 
you got there, I mean, you got to win it because you don't know when you'll be back. Unfortunately for everybody, I have a funny feeling that the Chiefs are going to be there consistently year in, year out in the, in the conference championship game until something happens, right, to hit the reset button. Andy Reid retires. Patrick Mahomes wants out. Something silly, you know. They're probably going to end up being there. So if you have the chance and you already went through Mahomes in Kansas City, it seems like it's one of those things where you might want to take advantage of it now. You know? Problem is, problem is, you got a guy who's always been that dude mm. who is playing in his Super Bowl. Where I mean, you know, not too long. He'll take your soul. Not too long. He's the snow, the soul snatcher, yeah, baby. Soul not, so the other game. Not too long ago, he was considering retirement, and now you know. So you were talking about a guy who's on the back end who. Doesn't know how many years he has left. Who finally has this opportunity? And so far in the playoffs, Stafford. Absolute silliness it. that I have to actually stop the whole thing right now and say this. Did you hear that the possible replacement for Tom Brady is Andrew Luck? We'll move on. We'll move That's right silly. on. We'll, we'll move, move right, right on. on. I'm let's, just saying. Let's move right on. Second game into the second game. I have just one more thing about the Bengals. I, I just I love it. They call Evan McPherson Shooter McPherson. Yeah. They yeah, also yeah, call yeah. him Money Money Mac. I like that. Yeah. I think that, I think that this is the Super Bowl for the people, and there's also, there's so many stories involved now where I'm just like, Are we back to drafting kickers? I mean, it works. They, yeah, they drafted them. Shit works. Um, go ahead, give us the recap. Rams, Rams, Niners game. Rams were up seventeen seven at one point in this game, right? No, the no. Niners. Before, were, Niners were up seventeen seven. Niners were up seventeen yeah. seven. Right, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's a lot the of the same. The squad, it's a know. lot of the same. I just, I mean, ultimately, we knew Jimmy G was going to make a mistake. He made a tragically terrible. Oh one. my! Tragically terrible, like uh, unforgivable. <laughs> Harry Potter, unforgivable curses. There's three of them. That's one of them. That Jimmy G was crazy. doing it on the fucking field. To that his was own team. crazy. Can't he, have yo, it. Here's Cannot the thing. Here's the thing I have to say about that. If Jimmy G went out on his shield and lost that 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 lost the game, I'd have been like, maybe he comes back next year. But that play, I was like, what's that's the end is, of Jimmy G, what's baby. Crazy is, Gross. What's crazy is if my man catches the ball, it's a first down. Oh my! If my man catches can you really the ball, blame? It's a first that's the down. other thing. Like we it, it went off his hands. Fuck both hands. Went off both both of his fucking hands. hands. And That's Jimmy's just trying to make a goddamn part. play. He's just trying to make a play. Like when you look at when I watched the second when I watched it back on the first or second replay in slow mo, and you actually looked at his angle and the way he actually threw it. Because live it looked like he was just fucking like, trying, uh, like doing like, that what Kyler Murray did. In the, in yeah, the, yeah, or like Sant- Santonio Holmes when he fucking yeah. had the list Frank injury <laughs> yeah. in the Jets and just threw the ball to the other team. Yeah. Um but then you watch it and it was like this shot put sideways, kind of fucking let me go. And it got there. It was a little high. It was a little fucking hazardous. I mean, he... Afraid of the moment. He asked me, he should have gotten rid of the ball. The problem is you can't get rid of the ball on third down in that situation, right? You have to try to look for a completion. He was trying to do what he had to do, but... He had time to get rid of it It was hasty, right? It became, was it hasty? Yeah, Number 25, the, yeah, right? Yeah, the moment. Piss running down his yeah, leg. piss running down Speaking his leg. Speaking of piss running down his leg, Jaquiski Tart, dude. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Jaquiski Tart oh, had piss man, running down dude. his leg when that fucking 
Oh Moonshot was coming at him. Who was Stafford throwing that one? All right, to? there's ve- he underthrew it. Obviously, yeah. There's very few times where I say to myself, "I could have made that play," and I actually mean it. I think I could have made that play. It wasn't high like a punt. It wasn't that high. You know, it wasn't a punt. Yeah, but it was like one of those ones where you have time to think about it. Stop. It was one of those ones where Stop. you have time to think about it. I think I don't think Stafford underthrew it. I think he was expecting. No, who I- was he throwing that ball to? Uh, Van, Van. I, think it was Van. I think he was expecting Van to break harder because he threw that one like towards the. That was ins- a garbage throw. He threw it like towards the inside of the hashes though, and Van was all the way out by the numbers. So I think he was. I think there was also three guys out there. Yeah, it was a bad throw, miscommunication, <laughs> bad execution on the interception. I think Jaquiski Tart's going to sleep with himself just fine. That's kind of the mentality that you have. He was. Happened. He said it was on him. Yeah, and it's on me. I should have made that play. Nine out of ten times, I'm gonna make it. Ninety nine out of a hundred times, yeah. you make that play. That's that's. It's not the reason they lost. No, uh, you know, I, I I appreciate as like as a fan, if I was a 49er fan, him taking like onus and saying like, "Yo, it was, it's on me, like my fault." But there are a lot of things that went wrong in that game, and for for the 49ers, and it was one of those things like. It was different than the first game, but you can't let the the best team on paper, arguably, hang around. Yeah, well, that was another the game. The best receiver like, in the world, hang around. Once they started going, yeah. once they threw 17-7 and then they started going, and I know they kicked, there was only one touchdown and two-point conversion and two field goals, right? And yeah. then, But then they, but then they like, Cup, beat you on just a straight fly. Not even a big, not even a deep one, like a 30-yard fly, right? Yeah. No... I don't even think he had a stutter or anything you like that. You can't blitz Stafford. Come on, bro. Don't do you can't it. be doing that. He's the best quarterback against the blitz this year. <laughs> and you're right. And, and he's the, the least blitzed for a reason. So I it, it, it's gonna be hard, and I don't want to talk about the Super Bowl matchup. I really want to save it for next week, but I I'm just anxious. I'm just it's gonna be very hard for the Bengals to get after him with four guys. They're gonna have to bring pressure, and if they don't. Do they have to though? Because you didn't have to bring pressure to Mahomes, and Mahomes is the guy that's you know. I, I hear you. I just feel like there are guys on that offensive line of the Rams. I just I'm excited about the Super Bowl. I am. I think there's a lot it's of the guys. People's matchup. There's a lot of guys on both sides of the ball, both teams, I should say, that really, 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 I would, I would be very happy to see get a ring. Either coach. Ecstatic, young coaches. I'm ecstatic that one of these two coaches is going to win. I'm I'm happy about it, right? I'm ecstatic that one of these quarterbacks is going to win. I'm more happy that Stafford because Burrow's Cons- got plenty of time. Considering size of windows, right? Burrow's got. I'm way way more leaning towards wanting to see Aaron Donald, our boy Hollywood Matt. Aaron, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald needs one. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey Miller, needs one. Von Miller deserves one. He has one, but he he deserves another one. You know, Jalen Ramsey deserves Odell. one. Odell deserve he deserves one. I mean, the guy's playing ball, and when he, for as chippy as that 49ers game got, I forgot. I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot how I wanted to say this. For as chippy as that 49ers game got, and that helmet to helmet that he took, and they were pressing him and pushing him and, and prodding at him and and literally fucking with him to try to get set him off, hitting him late out of bounds, all this, and that man just kept his cool. Was like, I'm here. He didn't have a lot of those issues in Cleveland, really. No, like, I'm dating back just, to when he was on the Giants. I know, I know, but like, I feel like we've been past that with Odell. I don't know with the maturity For, shit. You have I to understand from a perspective of being a Giant fan. There's always that. There's always that reversal where it's gonna happen again, like when him and uh, and uh, oh my god, 
who was the cornerback that they had like the heated rivalry? Oh, Josh Norman. Josh Norman. Yeah. When that happened, like that was pretty nuts. And I was like, all right, they're trying to goad him into it. It looked like they were trying to goad him into it. Hit him late. Hit him hard. Hit him in the helmet. That was ridiculous. Well, yeah, that play. Like, there was the rumors that Norman was calling him uh, a slur. Yeah, but whatever. That's besides a the homophobic point. Homophobic slur. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. that's what set him off. Doesn't matter. He was great, and he really. Is... And he's gonna get that bag next year. I don't remember. I don't 100%. know if I asked you or if I asked Vince. Where's he playing next year? I think Vinny said the Rams again, and I'm like, I think he's gonna get the bag though, and the Rams can't give it to him. Depends on what happens with Robert Woods. Like again, you talk about, you said it. We said it two years ago. We got to clip them from our, from our first season, and we got to clip these that we said. Ram, 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 ram. Put it yeah, all together. You know we, what we, we need. You know what we need. We need our friend Matt, who took my hard drive to see if he could get the stuff off of the crashed hard drive. Because if not, that's all lost. For really? Him. Yeah. All of season one. I, I hope so. Little because I gave it to Matt a couple of weeks. Ago. Okay, because if we put out all that together, right? And Rams, 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 and you say, we say, Windows, Windows, Windows. The window of the Rams is a few more years while Stafford's still there, still able to play healthy, blah, blah, blah. Cooper Cup's in his absolute prime. It wouldn't shock me for Odell to go back for one year and try okay. to win it again. Without testing the market? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I think the money's there for Odell no matter what. Not maybe not as much for the Rams, but he's still gonna make millions on the Rams. Yeah, but there's like a ninety million dollar bag somewhere. No, for him. I think so. No, I think so. I don't think the happiness is there. Just a quick. You have to understand. Bit. I think that I think that bag just a little early speculation. I think that bag flies in Green Bay. No, it's coming from the fucking New York Jets. Uh, Let's go, baby. See what I'm saying? That's disgusting. <laughs> I'd rather make less money and have my sanity than go back to New York. Yeah, Odell's not coming back to New York. He doesn't like the cold. I'm gonna piggyback off you for a second. Surprise, Jordan Love's good. Let's believe that surprise, and let's believe that uh, Odell Beckham might want a part of that. No, here's what I will say. (laughs) No, (laughs) you're saying that Devontae leaves though. Yes. All right. Oh, hundred percent. I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he'll go. I don't think he. I don't think he'll go to Green Bay. Go get the. Because you're silly. Because how about this though? He one of the reasons he hated New York. He said he doesn't like snow. He doesn't like the winter. Oh shut up! Hated Cleveland. Shut He's up! He's in L.A. He loves. Shut up! No, no, no I won't shut That's up. Bullshit. You shut up That's and you bullshit. listen to me. That's bullshit. He loves everyone. He loves L.A. Right? Great. Loves being there. Yeah. Loves the lifestyle. Chargers. The Chargers. You don't have to fucking. Yeah, I know. I am on the same wavelength. We do the show together. I know. I understand what you're getting at. I get have, it. Mike Williams is they gone. Will have an opening there. They yeah. Will have the money to spend. Great. Love that fit. Fucking love that fit. I would love to see but, Odell in the Chargers. I hate anybody that says, not I, not I only hate you. I'm saying I hate, I hate the notion that, oh New York, like fuck, I don't want to go to New York. Like everybody wants to come to New York. Stop it. He the money, the money himself out of New York. Well, yeah, cause he pushed himself out. It's his own fault. I don't like drinking water. I don't like snow. It's cold in New York. And next thing you know, he gets sent to. Next Cleveland, thing you know, he's pissing on goalposts. To and... believe land, dude. Oh, whatever. I'm just saying that, you know, I guess his, his star is already made, so he doesn't need it, right? At this point in his career, his star is already made. Yeah. Everybody already knows who Odell Beckham Jr. is, right? But, hey, Chargers is a good fit. I'm not against it. Now, just say he signs a bag with the Ravens. I think that's a horrible fit. Terrible. Right? Terrible. So you have to look at it that way. Like, Terrible you know what for I mean? all parties involved. Let's just say Beckham has a very short list of six to eight quarterbacks he wants to play with. Is that fair to say? 
think it's shorter. Probably shorter than that. Well, let's just say it's six to eight. And then out of those six to eight, there's fucking three climates that he wants to play in out of those six to eight. You're literally looking at Herbert. You're looking at, like, right? You're looking at the Rams. Right? So if if that's what we're doing, you're literally, we're we're pigeonholing ourselves here. We're going to go to Jacksonville? No. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Right? So that's, you know. But anyway, the Rams. What about Arizona? No, I don't think that money is going to be spent there. Starving Marvin. No, yeah. Him and Starving (laughs) Marvin. Dude, the Cardinals, the Cardinals have DeAndre Hopkins. They have Christian Kirk, who played pretty well. They have Rondell Moore, who has a lot of upside. They got guys. I don't necessarily know that they, their problem is is. Uh, I don't know what their problem. I don't, it's Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I mean the they have Cliff Kingsbury. They have the talent. I don't know what the problem the is. The problem is Kyler's soft in the fucking in the winter, dude. As the season goes right, on and know. Kyler gets hit more, he gets more banged up. He doesn't make the same decisions. He's holds on to the ball. I would say in the pocket a little bit more. Who? Until he's not that, that's what he is to me. Sorry, it's harsh, but that's my take on it. Early line, you know, as we said, we're not, we're saving a lot of everything for next week. The early line on the game is Rams minus four. Right. And what I have to say on it, and this is how I'll leave the floors, you guys, for the end. If you've watched the show at all for the last calendar year, you know where my money lies. Watch the show for the past year. You know where my money lies. So you're going opposite, and then there's me in the middle. Seems that way. Well, I agree with one of you. I'm gonna save it for next week. Listen, really quick. Most cap space is Miami, and then it's the Chargers. So really good idea. Jets are in there too. Jets are fourth, sixth, sixth. Yeah, six, six. So really, really good idea to send them to the Chargers. That's a that's like a dream scenario. That's very good, very good job. Cincinnati's also fourth, so tough. <laughs> Where's the the Rams? Twenty sixth. Yeah, but what, Giants are twenty eighth. Makes me yeah, want but, to vomit. but what that what that little chart or graph or whatever PFF wherever you're on, okay, tank it down. What that little list doesn't show you is who do they need to bring back. Because Jesse Bates is a free agent. 100% Jesse Bates is going to sign a bag and a half. New York Jets. Okay. You can't just say it today. You, 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 you did Jets. good, so I don't want you to overdo it now. I don't is he not a fit? Marcus May is going to leave. Fit. Marcus May is a... out of here. Okay. He's a fit, but again, he's on a championship contending I know. team. I know. Will he make the jump to cold New York? But here's the thing. You, in football more than any sport, you only have such a window to, to make, make money. money. 100%. So, if... Oh yeah, I love the Cincinnati Bengals. It's a championship caliber team. But this is he's he's hitting. This is going to be his first contract post rookie yeah. deal, right? This is where you get the big. Your, this is the usually your first and only bite at the apple. Yeah. So if the difference is thirty two million guaranteed in Cincy, or fifty three million guaranteed elsewhere, even go. if yeah, it's I the New you York go. Jets, you then you go. C J Mosley left the championship. But if it's thirty eight and forty four, uh-huh. think about it. Yeah, but New yeah. York tax is bullshit, dude. You gotta remember that. Like how much better is Ohio? I don't Whatever. I don't know. But I know we New York is the most. Listen, next week's episode. The big game extravaganza. Big game extravaganza. Prop bets galore. I guess I'm gonna what put some What colors the Gatorade? I'm gonna put is some in live. Going to the game? I'm gonna put some in live. <laughs> I don't know if I mean I'm gonna put some in live. I'm gonna go for it. Um 
exactly what we said before don't do is going to be the entire podcast what the Super Bowl's for right 100% what I would advise is fuck boxes don't do boxes oh no well I think they suck <laughs> I got boxes that you gotta do too at the shop but anyway ah dude I don't fucking do you those boxes do anymore it's 20 bucks you have to do why do I have to do one? We gotta fill it up. So you gotta fucking, do one. So too. your aunt can win again? No. Well, there's no aunt left. <laughs> Come on! Come on! How could you? So All yeah, right. Super Bowl extravaganza next week. Prop bets, Super Bowl predictions, uh, MVP predictions. Hopefully, cousin Sebby on the fucking line. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Looking right. forward. Let's it. close it out. As always, House of Havoc podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, State Thirsty Company. Sachi Gugino. Peace out.